Let's start by saying welcome. Hello, friends, family, internet friends that want to turn into family. You are listening to Clarification, a podcast by me, your host, Claire Adamson. (laughs) I hope you like my funny play on words there because in this podcast, I really want to clarify my perspective, my opinion on topics. I really want to invite other guests to share and together we get to a closer understanding of the topic or conversation at hand. The first thing that I wanted to do before I even got into the episode or the topic for today, or even telling you about myself is really take a moment to thank you, to thank you for listening because time is an investment and what you're doing by listening is investing into me and my ideas and hopefully getting something out of it. Some new information, a little bit of entertainment, just perhaps a voice to keep you company while you're doing your grocery shop of the week or Saturday morning chores. I know that's when I'm always listening to podcasts. So I wanted to say thank you for spending the next 20, half an hour, 30 minutes with me. Today's episode is titled Embarrassment is the Cost of Entry because I've been feeling a lot of embarrassment lately and starting a new endeavor saying things like, hey, listen to my podcast or hey guys, (laughs) you're listening to Clarification by Claire. It feels embarrassing. My cheeks get red, my ears go red, and you can visibly see the embarrassment and I can feel it. And before I bring on any guests or get into any other kind of conversations, I really had to address the feelings that were coming up in the process of making this first episode and really understand them with you all so that we could get to the second episode and hopefully by doing this, alleviate other people's fears or encourage other people to start doing the things that they're afraid of. It's embarrassing to start something new, but one of the questions that I want to get into a little bit is what is embarrassment? So from a psychological perspective, embarrassment was evolutionary developed as an emotion when we started living in groups and communities. And in these social groups in our societies, We have the cultural norms of what is socially acceptable behavior and what is not socially acceptable behavior. And embarrassment really arises when you become conscious of violating a social norm. Once you violated the social norm, you anticipate that other people will judge you negatively based on your action and therefore maybe withdraw membership to the group and Going back to the basics of, you know, Maslow's hierarchy of needs, human beings have a fundamental need to belong and feel accepted socially, which is why embarrassment can be such a big negative emotion because it is coming from the fear of being rejected by others. And you know what I found really interesting when I was doing my research on the psychological understanding of embarrassment is that Children up to about 10 years of age don't often feel embarrassment or experience embarrassment because they haven't developed the ability to see themselves from somebody else's perspective. Now, just listening back to that, it already sounds controversial to myself because I'm sure I felt embarrassment as a child, but it comes from a place of others imposing their social norms on you or making you feel embarrassed and not necessarily an organic place of embarrassment. I just think about experiencing a lot of embarrassment in my childhood. Just to think about, you know, one instance, it's like you're in elementary school 
Everybody is in the dining hall or the auditorium in the school assembly. Like, you know, everybody sat down, the headmasters at the front of the audience. And I, you know, sometimes struggle with organization and time till today. (laughs) And so I'd be late in the morning or, yeah, getting late or having my parents drop me off late. And I distinctly remember, you know, the sensation of having to walk through that crowded room and sit like, you know, somewhere and then, you know, feel everybody's eyes on me. And like, you know, in that instance, the social norm was that everybody's supposed to be on time for assembly to start. There's supposed to be no disruptions. And so being this disruption and walking through I could see I was breaking the norm and I could feel how other people's evaluations of me were changing. And so I would be embarrassed. And I think I did a lot of overcompensating. Like after I had that first experience or that happened to me the first time, I was terrified of being late. I would, yeah, I would cry to my parents. I would just drive them insane You know, they can't drive any faster. Otherwise, it would be dangerous. Um, But here's your, I don't know, seven, eight, nine-year-old sitting in the car screaming at you because they don't want to be late for school. Yeah, sorry, mom and dad, if you're listening to this. (laughs) That's where I first started to really notice embarrassment in my life. But what I see when I really break down the psychological understanding of embarrassment as an emotion is that it's really about the perception and the social image that we want to uphold in other people's eyes. And when I was thinking about this, it really, to me, goes hand in hand with perfectionism. This goes and references the book that I've recently been reading called The Gifts of Imperfection by Dr. Brené Brown. Perfectionism is wanting to be perfect in other people's eyes or wanting to be perceived as perfect. And what you learn throughout the book is that it is impossible to control other people's perception of us. And so even if you do all the right things or dress in all the cool ways, there's always going to be someone's perception that one, you can't control and two, someone who will perceive you as not what they want or not what you want them to perceive you as necessarily. You can't control other people's perceptions of you because their perception of you is informed by their background, their experience, their identity, what they have gone through in this world that trains them to look at certain things in certain ways. And so if perception is impossible to control, then why do we expend so much energy trying to come across as perfect to everyone that we meet? I know that that's something that I'm extremely tired of doing and in this podcast are making the efforts to show up more authentically regardless of what other people may perceive this as or perceive me to be. I think in my efforts to try and control people's perceptions of me, I, you know, created this archetype or this uh, facade really of, you know, and what people (laughs) often do. It's like the mysterious cool girl, you know, the one that has her shades on in the club, doesn't talk to anybody, doesn't get caught having fun or laughing because you want to remain elusive and 
give people as little information about you because you're afraid of what they will really think once you share the parts of yourself that you feel are cringe or embarrassing. But what I'm realizing is that even, you know, if you go nowhere or if you go everywhere and you say nothing at all, at the end of the day, people are constantly forming perceptions and evaluations of you. And this is truly out of your control. I know I used to be, and sometimes still am, just even afraid of being perceived at all, like for people to know that I'm a real human being. (laughs) It sounds kind of weird, but hopefully some of you can relate. It's like, I don't want you to perceive me. Maybe because I'm just embarrassed about, I would go as far as saying just embarrassed about my own existence. And I say that and I realize how sad it sounds that I just don't want to show up in the world in any way or to have any judgment or any evaluation. But all of this to say, I'm really trying to let go of this fear and the embarrassment that comes along. One of the quotes on my vision board for 2023 was this uh, quote that says, embarrassment is the cost of entry. If you're not humble enough to be a clumsy beginner, then you will never be a graceful master. And that really, really stuck with me because I'd stopped doing things out of fear of embarrassment or because of the embarrassment itself that came along with it. And it was really keeping me at a beginner's level of everything that I did because I never wanted to show up as a beginner and face the embarrassment that comes with being a beginner. And it was really holding me back because like the quote says, you know, or what I take away from the quote is that you really have to practice the things that you want to master. And that involves some embarrassment that involves making some mistakes and being open enough to make those mistakes and learn from them to get better. (laughs) And maybe what I'm saying is super basic information, like things everybody should know, but Even though I knew these on a theoretical level, on an emotional and physical level, I was still really battling with the embarrassment of all of this, the embarrassment of existing, the embarrassment of being a beginner, the embarrassment of starting something new. And maybe you can hear it in my voice a little. (laughs) I crack up or my voice just gets a little bit higher. Um, I thought I wanted to be this cool, mysterious girl and... (laughs) Guess what? I am not. I'm not that person at all. I'm so many things. And in the journey of this podcast, you'll get to learn more about me. And perhaps, you know, to give you little facts (laughs) of breaking the cool girl facade, I'm a really goofy girl. Um, I have a Powerpuff Girls sticker on the back of my phone that one of my friends gave me about a year ago, and I've just never taken it off. I love to watch cartoons, adult animation. Shrek is one of my favorite movies of all time. Like that soundtrack is unmatched. Um, What else can we say? My childhood teddy bear was a stuffed animal. It was a leopard and get ready for it. Its name was Leppy. (laughs) It feels so weird to share that. It feels embarrassing, but that's the point of this to get past that embarrassment. I am many things, but I I divorce this idea of being the cool, mysterious girl. I, I don't want to be her. 
I am the silly girl, the goofy girl. I want to be the delusionally optimistic girl. I want to be the lover girl, the fighter girl, all these things. And I'm really doing this out loud on this podcast because on the internet, (laughs) on the podcast, on the internet, on the world wide webs, do you know how big the internet is? It's a, a little intimidating sometimes to think about how my voice might get drowned out, but I'm not doing this to shout. I'm not doing this to be known by, I don't know, Forbes 50 under 50 podcasters. (laughs) That's not a real thing, but uh, (laughs) I'm not doing that. I'm not doing this for that. I'm doing this for me. There are so many podcasts in the world and maybe I'm a bit embarrassed to be like, aha, another podcast host. (laughs) Um, But, and then I asked myself, Claire, If everybody else in the world wants to start a podcast and gives themselves the opportunity to and the platform to talk about what they want, and mind you, there are some really, really stupid podcasts on the internet. My favorite genre to hate, especially, is those men who are talking about like dating preferences. Oh, what men don't want to see from women, what you need to be in order to get the perfect man, like, you know, all that kind of bullshit. (laughs) If those people tell themselves that they deserve to have a platform, why don't I? Why do I tell myself that I'm not good enough if everybody else can get onto a mic and talk their shit? Why can't I talk my shit? Um, And you know what? I said, yes, yes, you can. And yes, you should. Yes, you should. Your perspective is valuable and a little piece of information or a little tip that I got is that nobody has the ability to share even the same topic the same way that you would. Your unique experience makes how you convey information different and if that's all that is different about this podcast and the next is that I'm the one making it and I'm the one recording it then so be it. Because who am I to say I shouldn't have a platform to go on, you know, censoring myself because of what? Embarrassment? <laughs> I, I just thought that I was being silly, <laughs> one, and that I needed to get over myself, two, and start creating the things that I wanted to create. And if one person listens to this, I that would be nice, but... At the end of the day, it's really about giving myself the creative outlet and the authority on topics and really the authority on my own experience. Because mind you, I'm not, you know, PhD'd up yet, yet, just yet. (laughs) Hey, maybe one day in the future. I'm not an expert in anything but my own experience and my life and everything that I've gone to gone through that's gotten me to this point. And that's what I can speak expertly about. So if you want to take home anything from this first episode, from listening to me today, I want to tell you that being embarrassed and imperfect at the first try is simply a small price to pay on the way to mastering a craft. And if you've been afraid to do something because you're too embarrassed to look like a beginner, then maybe you don't deserve to get to the point where you have mastered this craft because 
embarrassment is the price and everybody must pay their dues in allowing themselves to be foolish and clumsy at first. And you need to give yourself that grace to be a beginner because everybody got to start somewhere. You got to start at the beginning, <laughs> in the beginning, in the beginning. I feel like you have to remember that one, even though we sometimes become extremely self-conscious, I become extremely self-conscious when I'm thinking about, oh, what does this person think of me? You need to think like, and if they don't like it, like, how will that affect you? You know, how will that, how will that change your day to day? You know, okay, so what? Someone doesn't like what you posted. Do you like what you posted? Are you a fan of yourself? Are you happy with getting to express yourself in whatever means that you did? Secondly, I think the most powerful tool is just to laugh, like to laugh it off, to be like, oh shit, I fell down the stairs. Ouch. Haha. Damn. It could happen to anyone. I'm not the first person to fall down the stairs. I'm not going to be the last person to fall down the stairs. And so I just got to keep it pushing. But I think for me, the most valuable tool is really changing how you conceptualize embarrassment. And ever since like, you know, I read this quote, I really started seeing embarrassment as some kind of currency, embarrassment as something that you need to work through, embarrassment as the key to unlocking the next level and being more comfortable with yourself. So go out there, young grasshoppers, live, experience and be not afraid of embarrassment because embarrassment is a normal human emotion. It's a normal experience for all of us. But if you let embarrassment stop you from doing the things that you want to do in 10 years time, in five years time, in six months time, when you look down the line, you're going to regret all the opportunities you didn't take because you were too embarrassed. And that's what I'm telling all of you, but that's really what I'm telling myself as well. In future episodes, you can expect a guest to get into a topic where we both unpack and learn where does this come up? Where does this stem from? How does this show up in our lives? And what are things that we can do to move past these problems or difficulties and issues? We did it, guys. <laughs> we made it, Joe. <laughs> we made a first episode. So Thank you from the bottom of my heart. I would like to personally thank you if you got to the end of this and hear more about what your experience with embarrassment is and maybe think about what are some of the things that you're letting embarrassment stop you from doing. Like if you did listen to all of this, drop a flower emoji in my latest Instagram poster wherever I announce this podcast when I do thank you for your investment so once again welcome to my podcast clarification by me your host Claire where we embrace vulnerability where we embrace embarrassment and we learn new things together that can help us get through this 